Welcome to our podcast for generations in family business, past, present, and future. Our hosts for this podcast are myself, Tim Schuster, and I'm a manager in the Center for Family Business Excellence, and also with us today is Matt, right? Ah, yes, <laughs> this is Matt Kersner, and I'm the senior manager for the Center for Family Business Excellence. <laughs> so to continue our conversation, a major philosophy of the Center is our strategic roadmap, where Matt and I have been taking each step of the roadmap and breaking it down for our listeners. Our last podcast, we discussed strategies and measures, kind of, you know, how can strategies and measures help a company? How can we use the three-prong approach to help with strategies and measures? With AR, business development, operating efficiency, and people development. This episode, we're going to discuss initiatives and projects, or what is our game plan as a company? Let's start with defining what is initiatives and projects. So, Tim, great question. And... You know, initiatives and projects are really what do we need to do, right, as individuals or a department when we're working on things. So, for example, in the past, we talked about why we exist, right, the mission. What do we believe in, the core values? What do we want to be, you know, the vision? And then we, we talked about, you know, the five to ten major goals, objectives that, that the organization wants to accomplish and as you just mentioned, you know, the three-prong approach, business development, operating efficiency, and people. So really the initiatives and projects are, what is the focus mm -hmm. that we need to have individuals or departments work on that's getting everybody rowing in the right direction? Yeah, absolutely. What are the benefits of a company to offer initiatives? Yeah, so some of the benefits that uh, companies offer by doing this is one, it gives, you know, individuals and departments, you know, a sense of being, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that they're engaged with the organization. And it could make a huge difference when people really have a clear understanding of what's expected of them yeah. and how they can make an impact and how, you know, it, it actually flows together and everybody understands what direction is the company going to and how do I make an impact. So it seems like communication is almost the key to success with almost everything. Absolutely. The, the receiver has to understand what's expected and what value they add and you know the steps that they need to take to get there. Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely, absolutely. So when looking at current and future state, you know, what are some of the thoughts that a company should consider? Yeah. So when I hear, you know, current state, future state, you know, I think of Lewin's change model, right? Mm -hmm. And it's all about change management and, and communication. Organizations really need to look at where are they currently. Usually organizations will go through a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats to kind of really get a good sense of that. Mm -hmm. And then once they have the current state, they actually have this visual, this map that they want to get to for future state, right? In Lewin's change model, you take the current state, you kind of unfreeze that, you introduce change in that this is, again, by communicating expectations mm -hmm. and, you know, giving employees the tools that they need to do the job, right? I call it the leadership plus training plus tools equals success. I like that. That's a nice formula. Yeah. <laughs> right? And uh, if you have all three of those formulas, you should have it. You're, you're communicating, you're finding, you know, training opportunities, mentoring opportunities. And then once you have that, that's when you have a future state where you want to go. And the initiatives and projects, if you really think about it, are the steps that help you go from current state to future state. 
right? So it could be that you need to fine tune your math skills and maybe your analytical skills for the job. So what are the areas that you need, right? Do we find you a good mentor that can teach you a technique if you're a junior mm-hmm. accountant? Right? Or something need... specific to a niche area that you're looking at potentially. Correct. Yep. Correct, mm-hmm. right? It could be a training class. It could be reading material. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different things that could help you go from current state to future state with your knowledge. You know, I actually, I'm going to ask you a question, sure, right? Yeah. So as an employee, as a manager, manager in the center mm-hmm. and working for Eisner Amper, what are some of your initiatives and projects and how do they impact the, the three-pronged approach? Right? Absolutely. Right. So, I mean, let's start with the business development side. Um, for me as a manager, one of the most important things is to kind of see what is our leadership looking for? You know, if we're looking for a certain percentage growth, revenue growth that they're trying to hit, or if there's this new specific niche market, which you've talked about that before, giving me the tools or us the tools in order to speak to these people, where are we trying to go? Is there a new marketplace we're trying to go into? You know, whether it be in the Midwest or down South, where are my skills that can be used in order to help the organization get to where they need to be? If it's a revenue growth sort of question, what do I need to do in order to help get us to that area, whether it be with new prospect clients, whatever area we're trying to get into, so on and so forth. I mean, that's how I kind of look at it from a business development perspective, but I almost look at it from where do, what does the guys at the top want us to help them get there to that so thought. Tim, how do you get there? If you are the person that doesn't know where to go, yeah, right? Yeah. And everybody was given a goal that they have to add value to grow the business, yep. grow the revenue. So, you know, somebody who's new to an organization or is learning or what I call a path of progression, mm-hmm. going from an associate to a manager right yeah. in their first time. What do you do for business development? So right? I think that that would go into kind of a mentorship, right? So if I'm looking for someone who's been here for a few years, let's say I'm a new guy on the block, mm-hmm. what do I need to talk to? You know, I think if I kind of pull them as a mentor and say, listen, I would love to try to get my foot in the door, grow the business, what do I need to do? And I would talk to them first just to kind of see, like, what are you doing to do this? Now that's excellent, Tim. So to answer your question, mm-hmm. so business development is if you don't have the skill set it's finding those who do creating a mentorship creating a relationship could be formal or informally to really learn what they've done to add value of growing the business absolutely and every idea as crazy as it might sound should be discussed and floated up to and within the organization because you never know absolutely i use this as an example The Big Mac for McDonald's was not created by somebody at corporate. It was created by an employee who was working for the organization who said, wow, look what I just created, and it became the Big Mac. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's business development. Mm -hmm. Every employee at every level can add value of growing the business. Mm -hmm. So it's really understanding what people know and what they don't know. Yes, exactly. You only know what you know, right? That's right. So... Operating efficiency. So it's interesting. So from an accounting firm's perspective, efficiency is pretty much like the end result for everything. I am actually very heavily involved with staff training. Uh, So one of the things that we try to do is think of ways to cut time anywhere that we can on any sort of engagement that we work on. It's easy to say, you know, a tax return should take X number of hours. If it takes less than that, awesome, we're we're killing it. If it takes longer than that, where did we go wrong in order to get back into that area? So what can we do as an organization to get our guys or get our staff in order to kind of push them in the direction that they can be as efficient as possible. So this is what I would do with an organization. Mm -hmm. I would brainstorm and talk about ways that they could do things better, faster, and more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And the initiatives and projects could be the larger goal of the company is we want to go paperless. 
just using that as a larger goal of you know one of the objectives and goals of what do we want to accomplish so what do we need to do right yeah. so now people development walk me through like for example what you would do for an initiative and project for people of course absolutely and I, I actually think that's probably one of the most important areas because you're only as strong as your weakest link I do everything in my power to sit with staff in a group environment first mm -hmm but also doing one-on-one -on -one training. So I wanna make sure that our staff, our seniors, management partners, whoever needs the help, they're getting the help that they need in order to really be there and work as efficiently as possible with the tools that we have. So I like to take extra time to make sure that someone's there because I think that the time that you spend with someone now will pay off in dividends later. I love what you, you just know? said. I, I have a saying that when you teach, you learn. Yeah. And when you spend time with people and one, you're teaching others, it's just reinforcing yeah, what exactly. you know. Right? Exactly, yeah. As well as when others teach you, it helps them as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. The key thing here is for, for the initiatives and projects is to make sure that it's linked and it's linked to the department as well as the company's goals and objectives. You wanna make sure everybody is rowing in the same direction. The coaching that we can provide is if you have key employees that might not be in sync with your strategic roadmap. Mm -hmm. And if managers, supervisors, leaders are lacking some of the communication skills, we can help develop a, a plan, a communication plan, to make sure that every individual understands their roles within the organization so they're all rowing in the same direction. I think that makes a lot of sense to me. Hey, Matt, thank you so much, as always, for the useful information. And thank you for listening to Generations in Family Business, past, present, and future as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. If you have any questions or there's a topic you'd like us to cover, email us at contact at EisnerAmper.com. Visit EisnerAmper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. We look forward to have you listen in on our next Eisner Amper podcast.